0: Shalom Balance Paradise Righteousness all back in the lab with special guest, sibling, brother, son, fighter, former cage warriors, double champ, the one and only Mason Jones. Welcome. Thank you,
1: boys, for having me on. Um, and don't forget the dragon. Do you know what I mean you gotta remember the dragon part? That's key.
0: <laughs> yeah, the dragon oh yes let's let's, re- let's rewind that mason the dragon jones <laughs> representing yeah, whales
1: so so
0: <laughs> yeah, it's got a nice little ring to it man it's definitely got a nice little ring to it i totally forgot that apologies a humble apologies for that sir
1: <laughs> uh mate when i um when i first went my team and um, we talked about it and i said i was going with that um, because I sort of went different route where I didn't come up through an MMA gym. I sort of picked my own coaches and sort of built a team around me. Um, I said I'm running with this. Um, there was some uh, some weird looks and some people were like like Joshua sure? because. And I said, look, I said it doesn't matter about the Cage Warriors or the local scene. I said when we get the UFC, I said it'll fit in well. The Americans will love it. Um, I said, and I like the the I, I I like the imagery behind it. I love the Welsh flag and I love the so the main one of the things I like about it obviously it's on the Welsh the Welsh dragon on the flag but I love the mentality so there's um it's like a Japanese little quote thing and it's about um, the mentality of the dragon which is you have keep a fire in your belly and keep a cool head and I've always loved that so um it was one of my first times it was on my hand um up, up my arm and uh it's something that I try and live my life by so keep a cool head because um I'm a bit of a loose cannon sometimes, so I try and keep things <laughs> contained and uh, be a be a good boy.
0: Definitely, and you 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 clearly have that that Welsh heart and spirit, you know, clearly in the name, and you've got it, you know, inked into your arm and into your body now. So, yeah, it's, it, if people didn't know that you're representing Wales, then you know they're gonna know real soon. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So, with this, uh, <clears throat> as I. Lovely, refer it to as the, with the zombie apocalypse, which has been plaguing the whole world uh, since oh. March. You know, I think we'll, we'll start there and, and we'll jump in the DeLorean and then jump back in time and, and go there. But let's, let's, let's talk about cool. this strange 2020, man. How, how has this been for you?
1: The year of the dragon this year, boys. The year of the dragon. Yeah. So um, I've had a brilliant year, to be fair. Um, I fought in March, the day I fought for lightweight title. Um, was the day um, COVID, obviously, the COVID lockdown went into place. Um, And to be brutally honest, I wouldn't have fought for the lightweight world championships if COVID hadn't happened. I was meant to be fighting an Italian called Danilo Bellardo, um, who had medical issues. I didn't ask for details, but I'm pretty sure they were COVID-related, which ended up happening um, because my opponent, um, Joe McColgan, his opponent pulled out due to covid We ended up getting matched. I got matched with another boy first, but he he'd already had medical issues, so it ended up working out in my favor because they said if you're going to fight Joe, uh, we'll put a belt on the line. Mm. Obviously, that started that gave me the opportunity then to challenge for the champ champ status. Um, And one, uh, I had some crazy. I I got I got I got to get into a crazy good fight with Adam Proctor, who I went to war with. Um, And two, um, I made myself look good on national TV. Uh, and got my UFC contract. Well, and three, uh, I set a legacy for the third person ever to do the champ champ status, because not so much that it's, it's hard to do. Like obviously, a lot of people are scared to go at weights. I'm I'm washed. I mean, I love to go to war, so is, there's never an issue with that. But um, it was the main thing was is you're tying up two divisions. So cage warriors frown upon it because if they've got one champion at two weights, um, then that's they can only fight and defend one belt. So it and especially when it comes to injuries and stuff. It just slows down two divisions, so um, it sort of they were happy because of the opportunity it presented itself, and they wanted some of the headline the card, and um, they knew if they put me on on that card, I would put on a good show, which mm. I think I did. Um, so it it made ev- everyone's night, and at the end of the day, it cemented my history, um, and it gave me this one opportunity two D, and I've just got to keep running with it now.
0: Definitely. I mean, it was at very early stages when when that whole kerfuffle took place, and UFC was there at the same time. It was trying to get fighters on that card and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. I guess for your preparation, preparation wise, because nothing really had really hit the uk and wales you know uh, at that particular point of, yeah. So you, yeah you wasn't you know, I mean the you guys wasn't really affected in regards to your, your preparation for for the fight it was just coming up to it it was just opportun- um the opponents were potentially changing and stuff
1: yeah and it was just more so like we knew with the, obviously Italy was obviously um they had the problem with being china first and then obviously the italians were starting to be hit quite hard so we were literally measured, um my coach was messaging me the match make uh, of a K- cage Warriors quite a lot saying, look, this is going to be an issue. Um, are you guys on top of it, and they were like, yeah, of course we are. Um, but there's nothing we can do until it becomes an issue. Um, we'll sort it. And to be fair, Cage Warriors, um, as professional as they are, they get things done. Do mean really. like um, I don't think they've ever they they have ever let me down on that side of things. They always get they always get the job done for me um, and allow me to get the job done. So um, yeah, it, everything worked out spectacularly. Like I remember my coach. Turned around to me at one point and said, "You made such a smart decision turning pro when you did, and going on the run you did when you did." Because if I'd been in a different position, like a lot of my friends um, who were coming through, like Ben Ellis is a good, a good one. Um, ben Ellis was meant to fight on a Cage Warriors Academy card, um, it, it, literally, uh, God, maybe a week or, a week or two after mine in March. I think it was a week, um, and that got cancelled um because obviously everything apart from cage warriors got cancelled yeah and then he was meant to be fighting on the other cage warriors card that i fought on it against adam proctor on the trilogy and his opponent didn't turn up to the venue um and sprouted something about his coach uh being yeah well him not being able to get a coach down with him which i thought was a bit of a excuse uh, bit of a coward move to be honest do you mean like i definitely turn up to fight without without my coaches do you mean like um it's my coaches give me a, bet, a 100% boost and it'd be hard without them. Um, it'd be a nightmare, to be honest. I'd probably forget my gloves, but um, <laughs> i still get it done. Do you
0: well, ultimately, as, as, a, as um, prize fighters, if you sign a contract and that, that's a commitment there, that's a commitment for you to physically and mentally put yourself in a place and then to turn up on a specific date and time and to do the business,
1: well, as a fighter, all I, all I legally have to do as a fighter, um, I shouldn't say, all I, I ca- contractually have to do is pass my medicals, make weight and fight. That's all I have to do. I don't have to train. I, I do not have to train. If I don't want to train, I don't have to train. Obviously I'll probably get let up, but I, I don't have to train. All I have to do is pass my medicals, weigh in and fight. So that's the three things. And he, he, he didn't even turn up. So <laughs> what I mean is just.
0: Terrible. Not a good look, man. Not a good yeah, look Yeah, it's all. never an excuse. I guess based upon that, the Cage Warriors and many other pr- promotions aren't going to be looking at him very well moving forwards.
1: But well, I think he's fighting him again, and um, it's just it's a hard situation for everyone. I think like Cage Warriors are trying to match these shows. So you've got Europe still in, and it's a nightmare. You know I mean, it's a struggle to get fighters in. Yeah. you have to fly them in, and it, it's all these different problems. And they're trying to match three shows on three nights. For 20, 20 fighters a night, so about 60 fighters. Um, do you mean it's hard fighting 60 legit pros and mm-hmm. matching them together? I feel so bad for matchmaker. Like, um, I speak to him, I still speak to him now and again because um, we do get on well. Um, and I mem- remember saying to him, I was like, oh, mate, you're going to have such a stressful time. And he's like, oh, it's already started. Do you know what <laughs> mean? So, um, but he, <laughs> he does such a good job. Fair play, Glenn. Good <laughs> shout out to him, indeed.
0: With that, a doubt, without a doubt. So, so we, we, we go past that stage, um, and you get this. How quickly was the the UFC opportunity and presented to you? Well,
1: it was a little bit of a delay. Um, I went back into the gym on Monday. So, after that fight, I walked out and I said to my manager, I said to the matchmaker first, I said, thank you for your, your help. I said, and all the work you've done and the way you've matched me. I said, you you molded me so well. I said, but, um, I never want to get matched on in the cage Warriors card, and I remember he laughed and he said, "Mate, he said I'm never, I'm never going to match you again." He said, "UFC will definitely snap you up," and I see my manager and I said, "Get me signed," and he just burst out laughing. I was like, "He was like, I'll try my best." Um, He said, "I don't think there'll be a problem," and then I did the whole call out for UFC, which my manager kicked off on me about afterwards because he said I could have, I could have held out for a little bit more money um, if I hadn't done it, but. I don't really care about the money. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, the money will come. I just want to get in there and start fighting people. Like, uh, I'm not one of them people who's going to be... My goal is to get UFC. Like, that's never a goal for me. Like, getting the UFC has always been an inevitability for me. Like, it's always going to happen. Like, I know my worth. I know how good I am. And I, I know the level I fight at. And um, I don't... Like, the way I've always said it, like, I've never fought in cage what warriors to my full ability because I've never been pushed to that point. Like I'm I'm a weird fighter where if I don't have people who don't push me, I make silly mistakes because I just I just walk through things where there's no risk, whereas if someone can tag, I, I'm more wary of it and I stay out of the way. So like let me give you a good example. So the Adam Proctor fight, I was walking through his shots because I knew he didn't have a power to knock the power to power and um, yeah, I knew that I could just corner him and I knew I'd I'd finish him, which I did. Um De- Donald as De- Esme, I fought. Um I was so wary of how strong he was that I didn't let him touch me and he didn't land up very much a punch on me clean for the entire fight everything he caught me on was it was at the end of his extension so there was no power there Mm -hmm. and um i I lit him up for the for the three for the three rounds
0: so when you say are are you basically saying that unless the uh, your opponent pushes you 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 know (laughs) you're just going to be in kind of third fourth gear kind of thing
1: um i don't think i struggled in the joe mccolgan fight or the adam proctor fight nothing went past the game plan nothing was a struggle um obviously i put a good performance on but i remember the adam proctor fight like the main reason i finished adam in the first round generally the main reason was um i had just um dropped him with a jab and i started putting pressure on and he did a very very good job of getting back to his feet um then we had another couple of exchanges and he hit that very good takedown where he managed to penetrate and i got straight back to my feet run the cage split out and circled around and i could see him that was sort of like that was the last sort of straw for him i think before his spirit started to flag because i'd already dropped him so he already felt the power in my hands and i was hitting him and he didn't like it Mm. um he had this whole game plan in his head where he's going to knock me out and if he could knock me out he was going to take me down and there was no way i could handle it and literally he took me down and it it like there wasn't a struggle for me to get back up like I was gone I was straight out and underneath him and I was gone like he didn't have a chance to put his weight on me properly and you could see him sort of like I felt it in there where he just sort of deflated a little bit but then I was quite keen um because I put this performance on I knew I put this pace on I knew that it was five rounds so I was like look don't do what you've done previously like the Lexi Kiwi fight where I went a bit gun ho looking for that finish and I chased it. I was like, just wait for it, and it'll come. Same as I did with Joe McColgan fight. I knew if I wait for it, it'll come. So I sort of went ease out. <laughs> I remember, and this this is the reason I finished in the first round. His corner went, look, he's flying, he's tired. And I was like, look, I can't let him know I'm. I i can not even think I'm tired now because I wasn't tired. I was just like, look, it's going to be a long run. Pace yourself now. Don't get down into a gunfight with him because you don't want to give him the opportunity. So I was like, look, ease it out. I'll pick him up for a little bit. I remember him showing, oh, he's tired. So it's like, oh. So I pushed back in, and then that was when I jab, slip, cross, slip, left hook. And um, I remember his legs going, going from under him. Mm. And I closed and caught his feet. And I remember looking in into his eyes and just seeing his eyes spin in his head. And I knew he was done. So I was just pressure, pass, hooks in, drop some shots, and then finish him. Yeah.
0: He was a- academic at that point. As you say, he, he was um, pretty much mentally broken at that point. His game plan. Do you really Do you think he had a, a plan to see?
1: No, I don't think anyone has a plan C against me. They just, which I find silly because I always make multiple plans up against people. Um, and we add different routes for when he come out. To be fair, um, he had... So when he agreed so quickly to take this fight, my coaches turned around. Um, so one of my coaches is my ex-judo coach. Um, and we was in... He was the national Welsh coach. Um, and he's an ex-GB fighter. He's won the world championships in judo. Like, um... Judo's legit. So think cycling. How professional cycling is. How much money is in, in there? And judo is as big, if not bigger, than cycling in certain countries. So like France, there's 2,000 judo clubs. Is massive. Wow. So um, there's not as much money in it with a GD circuit, but it is it is a serious game. Like um, I struggled in ju- judo for years. No, I was never a natural judo athlete, but I just had that mental attitude where I can't learn wrestling um, because the U- UK wrestling scene isn't as great when mm-hmm. I did it as the US. So I learned judo instead. And I, I went into a high level sport. So he's very good at doing analysis. I remember we looked at this fight and he took this fight so quick, did Like, I think they passed it to him and he took it on literally like, um, like he agreed in literally like an hour or two. Like, I don't think it was long where they, they, they didn't have to like worry or decide. So me and my coach sat down um, because my other coaches, they, they were confident. So um, Craig always does the fifth man thing where he's like, look, well, we need to know why they're so confident. And I was like, look, there's something we must be missing because I can outstrike him. I can out-wrestle him. Um, I'm a BJJ black belt. He's not a finisher where I am a finisher. Um, he's going to be stronger than me, but I'm going to be faster than him. I'm going to be more aggressive and I'm more experienced striking. So what, what is he seeing that I'm not? And we watched his fights um, and it was just literally, and we was like, look, I really don't, like, my coach is like, Look, I really don't know what they're seeing, but we need to ultra prepare because if they've seen something in you, we need to find out what it is and close that gap. So, if he'd come out orthodox, I was going to wait and start picking his calf up a little bit and pick him up. But as soon as he switched southpaw, like Ice Bar with Jamie Cox. So, um, do you guys mm-hmm. follow boxing at all?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So, Jamie Cox, massive power puncher. Mm-hmm. Um, dangerous dangerous guy <laughs> i spar with him a lot i like me and cheney get on really well um he's got a brilliant mentality and he's one of them boys we'll we'll duke it out for i don't know how many rounds and um we'll go and like i know he's not going to hurt me um or injure me i know like if if something catches me i know he's always going to look out to me in there and we do push each other really well so like he likes sparring he's told me he like sparring me and i like sparring him so we get a lot of good stuff in so um as soon as Proc the car at Southport. I was just literally, I was like, well, "Here we go," uh, and I was straight on top of him, and um, I flustered him a lot. Um, he had this game plan, I think, where he was going to throw his front, his front leg kick high and hit me with a high head kick. But because I was pressuring around his, um, uh, sorry, his back leg high to my head, because I was pressuring around his front leg, the angle wasn't there, and you could see he just sort of he couldn't adapt to it. So he, sw- he tried switching back, and then um, I was just being on, on on his chest, putting pressure on him, and he he just crumbled.
0: <laughs> he was well too prepared, man. Well too prepared. Um and being a stronger fighter, what do you put that down to? Him not being able to take your punches.
1: Uh I I've been doing martial arts since I was five. I think he started when he was 13. Um, I've pro boxed for two years, um, and I spent a lot of time learning out how just to knock people out. Uh, a lot of time. Like and again. I don't think he's sparring with the same quality boys I am. I'm sparring with boys like Jamie Cox and getting into wars. Uh, Jamie's mm-hmm. a well-known knockout artist. Jamie. Exactly. Like, um, I've been hit by big guys, and I know how to hit big guys. And um, to be fair, um, I'm still not happy with my striking. I'm still nowhere near with my I st- happy with my striking. Um, I'm doing a lot more work with my jiu-jitsu at the moment because I'm not happy where I am with that. Um, my rest is good, but it's a UK-level good. I want to get back the time because I'm not happy with that. Um, mm. I'm doing a lot work with my kicking especially because I want to get um, – None of my fights have showed off my kicking ability. Uh, my last fight, uh, I put that down to a uh, little bit of a niggle I had in my back where I threw that, um, my reverse sidekick, and um, he caught me with a shot. And uh, I remember my coaches gave me a lecture because we had a rule, right, in the in the pocket fight, which is <laughs> in the first round, do not throw any kicks above knee level. No kicks above knee level. And what did I do? I, went, <laughs> I was like, "Are oh, you slowing down. What, what, what's the reasoning behind it?
0: What's the reason behind so, that?
1: Um, so when I wrestle, um, the, the way... Because he, he adds... So I think when I fought from what we could, after he weighed in, he went back up to about 88 kilos and 90 kilos. Um, so I don't know what that is in pounds. It's like 205 pounds, I think.
0: Something like that, yeah.
1: 200 pounds. I, I couldn't get my weight over um, 80K. Shit. Uh, after weigh-ins. I, I couldn't get all over 80K. Not When I fought Joe McCogan. I hit 81K in the Adam Proctor fight. I couldn't get over 80 for some reason. It fluctuated a little bit when I was hydrating, but it just wouldn't go over. Um, It's because I didn't go water cut, so I didn't bounce back. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, I knew I was a lot lighter than him. So if I kicked above waist level and he caught my kick, you're on one leg, he's stronger. He's going to be stronger and have this weight advantage. So if he gets hold of your one leg, it's going to be hard wrestling um and you're going to give him what you want so if i kick below the knee he can't really catch if he can't he tries to grab my foot i'm going to light him up so um Mm. there was no risk of it i could keep my two feet and like when he double legged me he caught my two feet like straight away it was up to run to the cage head against the cage attack the hands and again if he had if he had been smart and literally just bound around my waist and hit them little knees in, in in my legs and thought look it's five rounds let's just slow him down i reckon he could have won the first round easily. And then I would have come out one round down thinking I need to win this next round, gone in with a little bit of urgency and he may have started hitting them double legs a bit, a bit more. And it could have been a different fight, but, um, I dropped him with that jab. Um, and rather than go in there and think, look, let's just play it smart, play it safe. He saw tried to throw them, them shots and he had one hand around my waist, one round hitting my head. And then I was straightened out the gap. And so you to me, it was just worth my advantage. Yeah. But, um, those are gaps that I've worked on closing. Um, And like, there's little things like you shouldn't have been able to get in on that double so clean. Um, I was a little bit slow, uh, no matter what excuse, there's no way you should have got in that quick. Um, I, especially the way I wrestle against people. So, um, again, UFC, you can't make these mistakes.
0: I wouldn't, as you know, that we're talking about the, uh, the flagship organization, uh, with, uh... Best
1: organization in the world.
0: Yes, yes, um... With a huge roster, and, and you're going to be joining a division, uh, Mason. Shark division. Exactly,
1: a shark division. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait, man. I can't wait.
0: It's um, gonna be fun. Kept
1: tagging me in a uh, half a l does and fight, and I was like, I'd love that fight, I would love it, love it, love it, love it. Like, um, I know. I'm not like one of the people who's going to turn around and be like, "Look, I deserve to fight. someone in the top 20 first yeah. fight. I don't care. I'll fight anyone. Anyone in UFC is is legit. I don't care. They they've done it. They've made it. So I'll fight anyone in that roster. I don't care.
0: they in um, their position I am, there.
1: I am going hunting monsters. Do you know what I mean like um? I don't, it's just the way it's going to be. So I'm going to be going in there, and um, I don't care if I lose okay if i win i'm just gonna go out there and put it all in the line and i am going to do what i can do and um like someone said like someone asked me a question in a previous interview and they're like how would you feel going into ufc is a 10-0 fighter i was like i'm not going to ufc as a 10-0 fighter and going into ufc is a 0-0-0 zero, zero, yeah. zero because i've not fought in the ufc exactly. so it doesn't matter who i fight i just fight from the bottom and um i'm just gonna start chilling people um subbing people putting people on the head and um we'll just go let's just go to war on what i mean
0: Definite, man. Definite. It's it's you're gonna definitely bring a um a nice little bit of a UK ding. flavor, yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Ding, right. Without a doubt, without a doubt. I mean, um, you, are you um, your fellow countryman is now no longer with the UFC, right? Brett. Yes. Yeah,
1: Brett Confallator.
0: Um. Yeah, that was disappointing. I mean, he had his ups and downs and stuff, but uh, you know, obviously, I don't know exactly what the the whole full yeah. picture is and was that. It would have been nice to see him have have a, another f- a couple matches there. Yeah, uh,
1: like it's 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 a it's a weird one because I understand why he went, but um, I just sort of I I don't think I would have liked I would have taken that decision. But basically, um, UFC offered him thirty k each way. Um, I think it was maybe a little bit more. Uh, and Bellator doubled his money, <laughs> so they said, We'll offer you 60 each way. If UFC go 30 each way, we'll go 60 each way. So, his next fight in UFC would have been a tough fight. They um, they offered him someone, I think it was like the top 15. Like, I don't, I haven't spoken to Brett about this. This is just through the grapevine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, um, Bellator said, Um, sort of come to him and was like, Look, we want you, we want uh, you to fight one of them in our division and get a contract with us. We'll offer you a starting wages 60 each way. So, we knew we would have had certified tests in UFC, um. The first fight they give him in Bellator, then they, they may either really give him a rock hard test, or they may give him someone uh, he can eat that. But it's just it was sort of a better opportunity for him. And like the way I see it, if he goes into Bellator, he chews through his contract, earns good money, um, and then goes back to UFC, mm-hmm. then do I mean he's in a better place, he's you on know, a better win streak, and he's earning a lot more money. Or he could just stay with Bellator till he's done. Do I mean? So um, I I understand. I just. I don't know, the, the place I'm in at the at the moment, I can't see it. But um, for Brett, I think it was it it, it was a smart decision. Like oh. you take your heart out of the matter and it is a uh, it is a smart decision. Do you know what I mean especially he's just um he's proposed as Mrs. Um, you won that money, the sponsor opportunities in Bell are better than UFC, only because more people are willing can put their name on a banner, even though it's not as mainstream as UFC. Um I don't think in the UK it's as mainstream is so hard to watch. Yeah. Lou Long, obviously another Welshman, fights on Bellator, and I struggle so much to watch his fights.
0: It's tricky as hell, isn't it? It's tricky as hell to get to watch. Oh, Bellator
1: just make it difficult.
0: Well, now they're like, on I CBS. The one in oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Go so on, Zoe. I'm,
1: I'm obviously UK, and so they they put it on um on like a UK channel um, which was it was really easy accessible. It's like um, I can't, I think it was like Channel Five. Channel Five, um, it was on, yeah, which yeah. Is, yeah, accessible in the UK, um, but I just thought Bellator, it was was just poorly run uh, in that show. Like um, the the whole setup was just poor. Um, like the thing where they they kept cutting the guy's mic off. Yeah, They um, kept showing like n- an empty cage all the time. Then they were like, um, like they they had like shown a bit of a clip of um, Ross Houston in in the arena, and then they made him leave and recorded him walking into the arena again. And it was right. just like, what is going on?
0: A shit show. I mean, usually Bellator are pretty good in regards to the, the you know the, the the way they operate. But that's in America. Um, in in yeah, the UK, it's Europe, again. it's a it's a different ball game, isn't it? They've got it like, outsourced. Obviously, the rigging. And, you know, no, I'm not trying to make excuses for them. Um, yeah, I know. So I, I mean, would would we say Bellator's the second largest um promotion?
1: Western promotion, yeah. yes. Um, one is massive, in, oh, of course, in where it is. One is um, crazy it, big, one is crazy big, and the guys coming through there are just killers. There's a weird level change because some of them are beasts, you know, one knows about. Um, but the other ones sort of a, everyone's beat the ball. Obviously, Mighty Mouse is on a tear through the division. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the ball is there now, isn't he? Is the there now?
0: No, Robbie, are you talking?
1: Who was it? Was it Lola or Alvarez? No, Alvarez. Alvarez is
0: over there. Yes, Alvarez is over there. Just picked up his um Um, his first win. They're both bald. (laughs) 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 Brawler styles as well.
1: (laughs) Brawler styles, yeah. So um yeah um. Alvarez is there. So um yeah, they give out I don't know. They they, they do that weird thing where they give um the US ex-UFC athletes a massive test against like yes. the hardest fighters they can find. Mm. Obviously, looking at um Sage's debut. Oh
0: god, um,
1: Cosmo. Oh my god, Cosmo. <laughs> um at what was basically middleweight. Um yeah. and Sage is a lovely guy, but like Sage was eating all you can eat, um, Korean food to um, keep his, like, Korean barbecue, to keep his weight um, above 170. Um, we he's, he's got a weird build. So, um, you know, you see those skinny people who they eat loads yeah. and they always lose weight? Yeah. Well, Sage is got, like, a brilliant diet, eats and trains well, so he's shredded all the time. Indeed. But, like, his weight comes down really easily, but he's like, struggles so much to make lightweight. It's because it's, like, a one six five division would be perfect for him yes one five five is a little bit too much to lose but then 170 is just not quite big enough mm-hmm. but then like one five five in one is one six five so i don't understand why he didn't win at that weight i think because he was like oh, i'm gonna have to cut a little bit of water to make one six five yeah. i'll just go up again and it was just sort of like do you know I mean he fought a guy who is an absolute animal yeah. um I'm not making excuses, but I did hear rumors. Apparently, the Cosmo didn't even weigh in. Fuck. Yeah, and then um, obviously, like, do you know what I mean the guy hit that hard? He was one punch obliterated. His eye socket in eight places. Shattered. The do you, know you know what I mean? mm. Shattered it. Like he's still not back training. Nah. No, not he's not in contact. Like, um, uh, I haven't spoke. I don't really speak to Sage like that. Um, I seen in Jim, gym, and generally, you know, he, he has this nice. Attitude that people generally think is a friend where you think there's no way that's possible all the time.
0: Nah, I think like, that's genuine idea. He is
1: like that, he is like that all the time. generally, And like um some of the boys I'm friends with out there was like Surely he can't be like that all the time. And he's like, he is like it all the time. And he's just like he is like the pinnacle of Christian good boy. Do you know what I mean? Like he yeah. is he, and he's such a nice person, honestly. Mm. Like he's the type of person that if if you said to him, look. Um, make my my house is burnt down. Is there any chance I can stay with you for a week? He'd be like, "Yeah, no problem at all." Um, there's a spare room for you. He didn't know you. I mean, he's just such a nice person.
0: Definitely. Oh, Dougie's
1: back. Sorry, <clears throat> right. the dog's back. Sorry, my girlfriend just got back, so she's um, passing me the dog
0: <laughs> <laughs> for the greetings. <laughs> That's like, thinking, abs- yeah. Yeah, you, you're right. I mean, One FC. Unfortunately, a lot of people sleep on that organization. You know, being in America, obviously, it's, yeah. it's crazy for them to watch it. But here in the UK, it comes on at real opportune times: 9 a.m., 10 a.m., 11, sometimes mm-hmm. one one o'clock in the afternoon. It's coming on free on YouTube yeah, yeah. as well. Um, they put together a real good card. Um, well, a good, good, good event, I would say. I think, as I say, a lot of people sleep on it mm-hmm. where they've got. A, a roster. I mean, if we go champion for champion, let's, let's do a, a World Olympics. A lot of those one-championship fighters are going to be taken out of some of these top, you know, these top-tier people. I don't people. know.
1: I, 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 I really don't know that. Because like I think Mighty Mouse, yeah, obviously, he had a really close fight with Sohudo that could have gone either way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he's going to wipe out that boy. Um, You've got, obviously, the lightweight champion is also... Is he the featherweight champion as well as lightweight? Yeah. He just, luck, he just lost,
0: he just lost last
1: yeah, week. Um, he just lost today,
0: yeah. I, okay. I don't
1: want sec- one enough luck, so um,
0: I think it was second was round it? KO, second round KO Christian Lee. You're talking about, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's the guy his sister does as well, though.
0: He yes, Angela time, Lee, then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm.
1: Like, I don't know, I, um, I don't know, it's you, you never know, that's the thing. Like, you see these guys, like, um, I'll be in, interested to see how, um. Oh, Mike Chandler does in um, oh, yeah. UFC now um, very, I'll be interested
0: Very much so I mean they've been banding this uh, Tony Ferguson and him fighting that would be very interesting it'd be great to see Al Kukui back you know in, in, in uh, winning um, form
1: I think I think Chandler will beat their mind um, I just think um, his is resting be a little bit too much but um, I don't see a matchup against Thomas do you know what I think is going to happen as well Genuine. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not a super fan by any chance. I think McGregor beats Poirier, Um, then he fights Gaethje, and I think he will beat Gaethje. Um, Just striking styles, I think he'll beat Gaethje. And then um, I see him winning the belt again, and then retiring and being done.
0: Look, if, if, if McGregor can stop this extracurricular stuff and, you know, Extra
1: so- stuff like, like <laughs> the, um, the sea race on a bike or something wouldn't it?
0: There's all kind of stuff I'm hearing man I mean outside I mean, of that I mean, you know I mean. we've got these women coming out of the woodworks with all kind of accusations and stuff which is a yeah,
1: terrible I don't thing I don't know much to look in, into that stuff because like I think people would just do it but if anyone if anyone's going to be doing it it's going to be him do you know, me? You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but, well, um, as,
0: a, as a fighter mean?
1: like yeah. the, and the like the other side of things like his whiskey company is on a do you know what I mean like it's one of the still one of the highest grossing whiskey companies in Ireland. Um you got August by McGregor. I think they've disclosed earnings of over 718 million um in a do you know what I mean this year. Um so at, like he's earning enough. Um what he he didn't do the other day where he said he's hoping to get the Billy Club but in two yeah. years. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I don't know I always think that when he comes back to fight, he's trying to market something. So it wouldn't surprise me if he starts another company. Um, well, he's,
0: because he's obviously
1: hev- with the Habib
0: fight... He's, God, hev- he's, was say, he's been heavily promoting that proper 12 all over Bellator. That's been in the centre of the the, the the ring a lot of times.
1: Yeah, obviously Kavanagh is tied closely in with Bellator. Um, that's why most of Kavanas fighters now go through Bellator. Um, but it was like, when he, <laughs> when he fought um, Habib... Um, like, a lot of people said he didn't train for a fight properly. Um, but, which I thought was such a, a, a full move. Do you know I mean? You're fighting the best in the world. No. You should be prepared. And um, I think, he, like, do you know I mean? He, he did well. Like, look the way Gaethje fought him. And look at the way McGregor fought exactly. him. He did
0: really well. He did. In but, comparison, he did miles, his heads and shoulders in regards to the, the Gaethje performance.
1: But, on a money side of things, so, as part of his purse, I'm pretty sure... Where, where, when I say pretty sure, is I'm sure I, I read previously, which is I could be making it up, but I'm, previ- I'm pretty sure I read it that um, he was the official sponsor of that fight, Proper 12. I'm sure that was part of his fight purse, was that they paid him by allowing Proper 12 to be one of the, the official sponsors. Yes,
0: yes, I heard so, that as well. Um,
1: so, in the, weigh-ins, the, uh, the weigh ins, the pre fight press conference, the weigh ins, and the fight night over the three days, they sold over six months worth of whiskey because he was drinking in the press conference and it was proper 12, proper 12, proper 12. And he was pushing it, pushing it. In just three days alone, they sold six months worth of whiskey. So the amount of money they sold, they made.
0: Money talks. Money talks. I mean, he's he's created uh, a legacy. He doesn't necessarily need to fight anymore. It'd be great to see him fight. It It would have been great to see after, you know, the cowboy... Uh, fight for him to fight three mm. months later like he was you know talking but obviously this uh, zombie apocalypse COVID. has taken place and... zombie
1: apocalypse
0: <laughs> yeah. Dana White's yeah. like look you know if we want McGregor in we want to have a, a, you know, a live gate and stuff which right. is understandable
1: well but it could the... be Texas because Texas allowed in, uh, allowing gates but I think it'll be Vegas to be honest by
0: mm-hmm. capital well hmm I don't know uh, it's it's a tricky one it's a real tricky one uh, it, it, it's clear that it's it's i mean as per the it's official now isn't it january it's poirier and uh, mcgregor 23rd. january
1: 23rd so that's why i um that card sounds do you know I mean? it sounds good exactly <laughs> I, I love to be on that card if it works good to me because like um i love christmas but like, do you know i do mean like this is what i do so um i'll i'm just going to train through like i think i've been dieting now since um two weeks after the Joe McColgan fight. I like Obviously, I dieted leading up to that fight, so I dieted from January through to March. Then I had two weeks off, and i have been dieting since then. I haven't had time off since March off the diet. So um, like my weight's good. Um, I feel good. Um, my running's a little bit slow now. I need to pick my runs back up. But um, we had a sort of a down two weeks where they wanted me to cool down a little bit and take it down a little notch, work with a um, physio, just make sure everything's working uh, smoothly, keep the engine running. Yeah. And then um, I'll start picking it back up now, ready to peak, ready for December, January time.
0: So, what kind of weight are we cutting down to, to make to make one hundred and fifty-five? Did I say my weight? You, you tell me. I mean, you can say an approximation, I and i I know, my that. <laughs> I know it, it, it's a touchy um, subject for you, fighters and uh, stuff. Like, so, to be
1: fair, um, you need to be sitting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The way I, I like to sit, like, I like to sit Um, if I'm fight ready and I know I can make a cut, I like to sit uh, below 883, 8, like... um.